Namaste from a rooftop in Kathmandu, Nepal. This is Ross, and today let's talk about gap years. The thing that inspired me to talk about gap years today is an article I recently read by Seth Godin, who is this like marketing guru, blogger, prolific writer. He's written a ton of books, he's got a podcast, and a very interesting thinker that I've enjoyed reading over the years. And I'm going to go ahead and read parts of that article for you, and then we'll go discuss gap years from there. Okay, so this article is titled, Consider a Gap Year, and it's on sets.blog. That's the website, sets.blog. And this is from June 1st, 2020. So it's about a week old article, and it's in the context of universities being shut down, and uh, everyone's moving to online schools, or actually more importantly, those students who are graduating right now, and they're entering the world into a COVID-19 world. So again, this is Consider a Gap Year by Seth Godin. Millions of college-age students have to make a difficult decision soon. Spending all that money and time has always been a significant choice, but now it's more fraught. The accredited institutions that are now suddenly offering students an online education simply haven't committed the time or effort to actually be good at it. They're offering something without effectiveness, polish, or insight. The alternative is a gap year, not just for college students, but for high school students and even adults. The gap year has a terrible name. It implies that the year is somehow wasted, that it's a gap snuck in between the stuff that you're supposed to be doing. But of course, it's not that at all. Living is what we're supposed to be doing, contributing, learning, figuring out how to make things better. The stuff we're not doing when we're simply complying, that's the point. Our compliance years are the gap, and we should commit our time with intention. If you can't afford it, this is a powerful moment to invest in the next chapter of who you are and what you will become. For an adult, that's an expensive commitment. To walk away from your freelance path or your job search to dig in to become the leader and connector and expert you've always hoped to become. But for a student, it's actually a bargain. It's a chance to step off the carousel of conformity and lockstep obedience and actually commit to a path of your own choosing. Keep your tuition money and put it to work for you, not for some football team. A month, a semester, or an entire year, a chance to create a change, to make an impact, to cause a shift in your posture that you'll have forever. We've become ever more suspicious of the bargain that the industrial world has been offering, compliance in exchange for stability. The alternative is to own your path and to do the incredibly difficult work of choosing with intent and then sticking with it. The discomfort people feel when they consider a gap year is precisely why we ought to be spending more time considering it. So. That's the article, and that's what got me thinking about today's topic. And the link to the article can be found in the blog post, which, by the way, I got a lot of questions over the week asking how to find the post, the blog, that is, and it's parapateticpodcast.wordpress.com. And if you're, if you're following the Instagram, you can find the link on there. Um, otherwise, it'll be in the show notes as well, parapateticpodcast.wordpress.com. So that begs the question, what is a gap year? Well, a gap year can look like a lot of things. It might be a year of international travel. It might be 
a year of throwing yourself into a project, like a nonprofit or learning a skill or just taking a break from your primary career path, whatever it may be, or just a year off of school before you go back to school. Maybe it's going to medical school or law school. But so a gap year can look like a lot of things. And it's something that's practiced primarily, in my experience, by Europeans and Australians. In America, it's not common. And I think it's because of the cultural pressure to be productive and to not waste time and to not get behind your peers. So a lot of people, they go from college straight into a master's degree or medical school or MBA programs. And there's no time off in, in the American culture. And there should be. When I was in high school in a high school business club, I was in Seattle listening to this keynote speaker at this conference I was at. And he was the president or vice president of a local Seattle company. And he said, my advice to all of you guys, so I was you know, 17 years old, a junior in high school, and I've always thought, I usually don't remember these kinds of speeches, but this one in particular, has I've, I've often reflected on it over the years, and I wish I had taken his advice. He said, my advice to you guys is after you graduate, do not go to college. That's not for everyone. If you don't know what you're gonna do, don't go to college. Buy a one-way ticket to Egypt, take nothing but the clothes on your back, $700, and figure out how to get home. Take a, take a few months, take a few years, and when you're out there, pick up odd jobs, pick up some languages, fall in love, try new things, get hurt, pick yourself up, and, and just do that until you're, you're ready to come home, basically. And I've, I wish I had taken that advice. It's... It, it, I, th I think everyone should take that advice, unless you absolutely know when you're 17 years old exact, exactly what you want to do. So gap years done right, I think, have two purposes. They provide, whether they're taken right after high school or any other point in life, they provide you with two things, maturity and perspective, so that you can more intentionally pick your life. And if you go out and seeking a wide spectrum of experiences, then you can learn better what kind of environments you thrive in, what kind of people you like to be around, what kind of professions are out there. You, you find your inclinations and then you can go towards those and you can be much more intentional, intentional about how you structure your life. And I think gap years are perfect times to do such thinking. I'm going to tie this all into COVID, uh, COVID lockdowns because on the article, I, the blog article, I wrote about a personal experience with dropping out of flight school a few years back and how it took a break for me to make that decision. And what I mean by that is sometimes to start a gap year, you have to sever something. You have to quit a job. You have to end a relationship. You have to sell property, whatever it might be. You might have to do some sort of major shift, restructuring of your life in order to initiate the gap year. And or to just make a big change in your life. So my particular story, I was in flight school. I thought it was my dream. For several years, I've been telling people I'm gonna be a, a pilot. And here I was in the summer of 2017, about 12 flights away from getting my naval aviation wings of gold, as they call it, to become a pilot in the Marine Corps, a helicopter pilot. And with about 12 flights to go, 
all of the aircraft got downed for a maintenance issue. There was a faulty part, and none of the aircraft could fly. So all of a sudden, I was sort of in lockdown. I wasn't flying anymore, and I had all this time to think. And I reflected on how miserable I had been for the last year and a half of training. I was always telling myself, like, okay, this is terrible. I hate this. I hate this studying, but maybe it'll be better at the next thing. Okay, maybe once I get past this check flight, it'll be better. Maybe once I select my platform, because you could go jets or helicopters or ospreys, etc. Maybe it'll get better. And I just kept telling myself this. And then I really, when I had time to pause and just think about the situation, I realized how miserable I was and that it was time to quit. And I've never looked back. I've never looked at an aircraft and been like, I miss that. It's some people's dream. It was not my dream at all. And I'm super happy to be done with that. So take a pause. Use this pause. Maybe, maybe you realize the same thing with your job or whatever it is, something in your life that needs to be cut off. And uh, it doesn't have to be dramatic as a full year, gap year. Maybe it's a gap quarter or whatever, just this time in lockdown. As far as what a gap year can actually look like, if, it's, if it, you want to do international travel, there's a lot of great options. You can get a working holiday visa that allows you to be in a country for a year, and you can work or volunteer or not. You can, you're in the country for a year. And countries I know that do this are Australia. I actually have a working holiday visa myself for Australia, but COVID-19 changed things. I was going to be there right now. Anyways, uh, South Korea does it. Ireland does it. Um... Estonia, interesting, and I think there's a, there's a few others. There's, there's less choices for Americans than there are for Europeans, just because America doesn't have a lot of reciprocal agreements with other countries. But anyways, um, besides traveling, you could do learn a skill. Uh, while I've been in lockdown, I taught myself a skill using YouTube videos and online courses, and I actually had my first clients this week, and I'll talk more about that later. You could go do Peace Corps and go volunteer somewhere for a year. Or you could just simply pack a bag, take some money, and just start walking. And just, like my earlier example, my, the speech that inspired me years ago, just figure it out as you go. Pick up odd jobs, meet people, learn languages, learn skills, and go from there. So anyways, um, hope this gets you thinking about gap years, wherever you're at in life. Probably not too many recent high school or college grads listening to this but for everyone else wherever you're at in life consider a gap year and again uh, check out the blog post on peripateticpodcast.wordpress.com thank you for listening talk to you later